بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد رسول الحمد للہ widespread. due to our neglect of many of the prophetic remedies sallallahu alaihi wasallam many are now suffering needlessly from many a different ailment hafiz dinuri rahmatullahi in his majalisa he relates sayyidina anas radiyallahu he relates that our beloved messenger said sallallahu alaihi wasallam minik minik tirab saati ayafshu wal faliju wa mautul fajaa From amongst the signs of the hour are the widespread appearance of illnesses such as stroke and sudden death. <laughs> so here the Prophet says these are signs of the hour, meaning they shouldn't be normal. What two things did he say would become widespread? Falij, stroke, and wamautul faja'a, sudden death. So what is being highlighted is the neglect of our health. Strokes occur due to many reasons. Right? Obviously, inactiveness, stress. The Prophet specifically mentioned that. How rare was stroke in his lifetime? You know, I can't think of a single report where a Sahaba had a stroke and then he became ill. So this is a common thing now. You know, how many people do we know? If I was to ask you, how many people do you know who suffered a stroke? You get a list of So that's a sign of the hour. Sayyidina Ali similarly said, radiyallahu anhu, in Qurtubi in his tadkhila, minik tirabi sa'ati zuhurul bawasiri wa mawtul faja'a. From amongst the signs of the hour, his hemorrhoids will manifest as will sudden death. From amongst the signs of the hour, his hemorrhoids, i.e. piles, will manifest as well As will sudden death. So again, not, isn't that common? Hemorrhoids, people noise. You know, people say, well, I'm taking a cream, I'm taking tablets. Why? I've got blood when I go out to excrete. The Prophet uh, Ali said, this is a sign of the hour. Note again, it's linked to unhealthiness. Note that all of these ailments are linked to a stagnant, unhealthy lifestyle. Sayyidina Hudayfa, he relates that our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Menik, From amongst the signs of the hour will be an abundance of divorce and sudden death. From amongst the signs of the hour will be an abundance of divorce and sudden death. In Tabarani Abu Nu'im al-Hilya. Going back just to my father's life uh, generation, divorce was very rare. My generation, it became, it wasn't common, but it started happening. Generation down is common. 
In fact, now you expect the Malis to fail. You know, you reach that stage, you think, you know, I hope, you, I hope the best for you. <laughs> you even said that to a newly wedded couple, I hope the best for you. <laughs> and then the statistics fly in the hell out of you. That's a sign of the hour. <laughs> Abundance of divorce. And notice again, the Prophet kept saying, sudden death, sudden death, sudden death. Why? Because of all these ailments. <laughs> so note, he talked about these things. <laughs> Another subsection entitled, Modesty would be lost in women. Sayyidina Abu Hurairah, he relates that our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu What would be your condition, O mankind? When your female folk become disobedient and move away from your age old good deeds. They asked, Ya Rasulullah, will this really happen? He said, Naam, yes. This is in Tabarani, Al-Haytami in Majma Az-Zawaid, volume 7, page 551. So what was the Prophet saying? Your females will become disobedient. Then look what he said. They will move away from your age, all good, good patterns, good deeds. They'll leave what is commonly known about them. They'll leave that. And the Sahaba couldn't believe it. Because will they do that, Ya Rasulullah? Because yes. In another report, Rasulullah added, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Wa ashaddu min dhalik. Greater things than these will occur. Because why do you find that hard to believe? Greater things than these will occur. This is in Tabarani Abu Ya'la. So what was the Prophet talking about? What common trait are the women now going to leave, which was common? Haya. Modesty amongst women was a common feature in the Islamic world in which one would often see them wearing modest clothing and infrequently mixing with men. Now with the introduction of the smartphones, all of this has literally been ripped apart in which both genders converse, ogle, meet up with each other in all anonymity. The Prophet talked about it. What's strange now? You get the they're not following the pattern of the old. What they'll do is for gatherings they'll cover. And yeah, on the phone, hairs, you know, everybody's seeing the hair, everybody's seeing them dancing about. So what did the Prophet say? They're gonna move away from the sunnans of the old women, the women of old. And we're seeing it now. Another subsection. Men would beautify themselves like women. Hafiz ibn Waddah, Hafiz ibn Wadah, rahmatullahi, in his al-bid'ah, he relates. Amir al-Mu'mineen Sayyidina Ali had said, The people will leave the straight path. Men will beautify themselves. Similar to a wife beautifying herself and her husband. Hence, they will beautify themselves just like women. Again, this is our lifetime. You go back to our father generation. What does that hadith mean? We believe it. Amir al said it. It's Iman. Now it's no longer Iman. 
There is now a multi-billion dollar market on the grooming and beautification of men. One now often finds it difficult to see whether a male or female has beautified him or herself more with their fake tons, bleached teeth, which have also been artificially spaced, immaculate hairline, plucked eyebrows and hairless bodies. Indeed, man has now adopted fashions and trends even surpassing those of women. These men thus preen themselves for hours before leaving their homes. On their hands you will find gold wrist watches and various other jewelry. <laughs> Abdullah ibn Abbas, he relates that our beloved messenger said, O Salman, in those days you will see the males of my ummah wearing jewelry. In those days you will see the men of my ummah wearing jewelry. Recorded by Imam Kurkusi, the teacher of Qadi ibn al-Arabi, reports this narration and adds, there is some discrepancy in the chain, however the text is sound. So now, let's look at this. Two men wear jewelry. Just look around. One will observe from rappers, artists, drug dealers. Indeed, now one sees those who are middle-aged. Wearing gold and silver, not just around their necks and fingers, but also as earrings. Just a casual glance at the Indian dramas will testify to this. Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to him is our complaint. So why am I mentioning all this? How did the Prophet know all these things? Like I said, he could look into the law him He's telling you things that they were baffled the sahab. Men are going to beautify themselves like women. Now you think, what's strange about that? The same, however, applies to many females. They have adopted the clothing, the shoes, the hairstyle, the walk, the occupation, etc. of men. Those a person sometimes mistake the identity of a female for that of a male. How true were the words of our beloved messenger when he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, from amongst the signs of the hour is that men shall imitate women and women shall imitate men. This is in Abu Nu'im al-Hidya, Jama al-Ahadith wal-Marasil, number 16,323 or volume 20, page 202. Isn't that true? Men are imitating women. Now, what's interesting about this hadith? It could be literal. Men become women. Women become men. The reason the scholars of old never thought of it like that was they thought that can never happen. So they were saying, imitate, imitate. Now we think it's, not, it's much more than imitate. A man goes, I want to be a woman. A woman goes, I want to be a man. Not just in clothing, full operation, everything. You know, hormone replacement, treatment. The Prophet's telling you all this. Now, what's shocking about this, even though these are really sad signs, they strengthen our Iman. <laughs> Look how strange. So when we see all this gender confusion, we go, Sadaqta Ya Rasulullah. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why are you saying that for? This is a disastrous time. You know, it's a disastrous time. But didn't you know the Prophet talked about this? Straight away, even the Muslim gets shocked. You see a, a man wearing jewelry. 
Because Sadaq Tiyar is, why is it enough? Is it Indian drama? Because, because the Prophet spoke about it. That Allah And literally, everything you are seeing around you, strange he's talked about. Strokes, Sadaq Tiyar Rasulullah. Falij, Sadaq Tiyar Rasulullah. Bawasir, Sadaq Tiyar Rasulullah. He talked about everything. That Allah is. Expensive leather shoes would be polished. Abdullah ibn Abbas relates that our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When my ummah will wear various colored numerous pairs of shoes made of leather. Males and females, and they will shine it. I literally flash like lightning. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall make them devoid of his mercy. This is in Tabarani, al Hatimi in Majma al Zawaid, number 8628 or 5-245. <laughs> Isn't this common? Somebody goes, I got these trainers. How much do you get them for? 200 pounds. Oof. And then you see what the little polish was that? Because that's to keep you fresh. And then you go, Sadaqtaya Rasulullah. He said, what the, Sadaqtaya, what's he said about this? You're going to be devoid of mercy. Look at the wording. When my ummah will wear various colored numerous pairs of shoes made of leather, males and females, not just males, females. And they will shine it. But the, if you take it literally, the Prophet said, Flash like lightning. They're not obsessed with shining it. Then Allah Ta'ala shall devoid them. So look at the state we're in. We don't even know what state we're in. Once you hear the Prophet say, you're thinking, SubhanAllah, that Allah has this phenomena also not come, become common, especially amongst the Muslim youth. How true were the words of Abdullah ibn Abbas, who released that our beloved messenger said, Sallallahu at the end of time, there will be loss of salah and people will have diverse passions. Mm-hmm. At the end of time, there will be loss of salat and people will have diverse passions. According by Imam Kurkusi and Qadi ibn al-Arabi, his student said, there is some discrepancy in the chain. However, the text is sound. Salat is lost. <laughs> if you do a survey of the Muslims, more than 90% aren't praying their five prayers. So that's definitely happened. <laughs> And at the same time, diverse passions. People have got so many different hobbies and passions. The Muslims are now involved in following their diverse passions. So let's mention a few. Satellite dishes. Wardrobes full of the latest fashions. Mobile phones. Flashy cars. Consumption of an endless variety of dishes. It's not as if you know you have to work it out. You think, my God, that's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> Our beloved messenger gave a stark warning to these individuals when he said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the worst of my ummah are those born into bounties and nurtured in them. Their most important concern is the types of food and the types of clothing. At the same time, they will be boastful in their speech. Astaghfirullah. <laughs> 
Ik hoorde bij Ibn al-Mubarak in his zucht, Sheikh Ahmed Farid in his footnotes to Ibn al-Mubarak zucht, volume 2, page 591, stated Sahih al-Ghayri, and noted that Sheikh al-Bani rahmatullahi pronounced it da'if, but later showed it is acceptable. So it's an authentic report. So who are the worst of the ummah? The Prophet said, the worst of my ummah are those born in bounties. Now what's shocking about that? That's us. We were born into bounties. Our fathers went. They, were, they migrated, economic migrants. So when they heard this report, they thought, that's not us. We are born into bounties. That's number one. What's the second thing the Prophet said? You're nurtured in them. You just like, you become used to them. And what will be your most important concern? What am I going to eat? And what types of clothing? If that wasn't bad enough, then you'll still be boasting in your speech how pious we are, how close we are to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet goes, you're the worst of the ummah. This narration seems to indicate towards the second generation of Muslims in the West. But of course, Allah Ta'ala knows best. So note what's interesting about this report. Just don't do the last thing. <laughs> so for example, you're born in it. Can't help that. I was born in it. I can't do anything about that. I'm nurtured in it. Can't do anything about that. Food and drink. May Allah forgive me. Clothing. Obsessed with it. The last thing... Don't say you're anything special. Just say, look, brother, I'm not in a good state. I might be playing, I might look like I'm pious, but I'm not in a good state. Then you're not the worst of the ummah. Why? Because you're not boasting. But look how tragic. You get people born in luxury, eating, drinking, whatever they want, obsessed with clothes, and they're talking like Sahaba. Like, they go, oh, brothers... I'm not being funny, but so yourself. Uh, why are you talking about Palestine, this, that, the other, when you're a sign of Qiyamat? But if a person says, no, no, brother, astaghfirullah, you know, may Allah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a good person, I mean that genuinely, then you're not, alhamdulillah. So note again, the Prophet's telling you out of kindness, don't go into these categories. Allah Ta'ala despises these categories. Let me mention one more. Mankind will plummet even lower than the degeneration of the nation of Lut. In Deilami, in his Musnad al-Firdos, Ibn Asakir in his Tariq Dimishq, Jama al-Ahadith wal-Marasil, number 14,138, or volume 5, page 174. Sayyidina Hassan, he relates from his own paralleled and most exalted grandfather, sallallahu alayhi wa أشر خصال عملها قوم لوط بها أهلك وتزيدها أمتي بخصلة. The nation of Lut, عليه الصلاة والسلام, were destroyed by their adoption of certain practices. My ummah will increase these practices by one more. Stop Allah. Now this is the sadness. When you talk about Qawmi Lut, everybody goes like this with their ears. Astaghfirullah, brother. What were you doing that for, brother? He goes, oh, they were, they were degenerates. You know, homosexuality started with them. That's just tip of the iceberg. What else do they do? He goes, God knows what else there is. You know, they used to do things that even today you're thinking, that's what they, they used to have breaking wind contests. 
Imagine, what's the contest for? What's the prize for? Who breaks wind the loudest? That's a hadith. They used to molest people, rape them, take their wealth. You know, degenerate, complete degenerates. Somebody goes, Alhamdulillah, I'm not from Gomilut. One minute, brother. He's what? The Prophet said, وَتَزِيدُهَا أُمَّتِي بِخَصْلَى My ummah will increase these practices by one more. That was shocking. Was left. In another report, our beloved messenger mentioned what that would be. <laughs> In Dawlabi, Jama al Ahadith wal Malasil, volume 12, page 222, number 141. Our beloved messenger said, They shall walk through the markets and their knees will be visible. They shall walk through the markets and their knees will be visible. Who is the Prophet talking about there? The wearing of short skirts and shorts for men are now common, even in marketplaces. Thus indeed, the only reason we are not being subject to the same punishment as Qawmi Lut, is due to our beloved messengers dua in this regard, that he would not destroy his ummah like the previous ummahs, because people queen that. Because if we're worse than Kobe Lut, the Prophet goes, you're going to add something. They didn't walk around showing their knees. Think about that. That to me is quite shocking. You're thinking, well, Ghanduism and all that's worse than, well, it might be, but they didn't show their aura. Even though they committed all those other crimes. Nah, somebody goes, well, that's, that's bigger things to discuss, isn't it? That's the one thing the Prophet said you are doing that Kobe Lut haven't done. You're going to do it. And you see him walking around. Can I have 10 kilos of bananas? You look at me, what the hell is this? Right? And he's got Daria here, I think he's got Daria, he's showing his knees. <laughs> you know, what's happening there, Astaghfirullah. So note again, we're not in a good state. But Alhamdulillah, like I said, even though we're not in a good state, knowing that the Prophet talked about it, increases our Iman. In fact, what a beautiful dawah to give somebody who's in that situation. You can say, the Prophet spoke about you. Is that what you say about me? Is you're a sign of Qiyamat? Hey, Muhammad, you're showing your knees. And marketplace, that's the last place you expect a person to expose his knees. He's doing it there. Because I feel comfortable in Astaghfirullah. So all I mentioned again today was a glimpse into the prophetic knowledge. And Lord, you get this impression that he was seeing everything. And he was highlighting these things well, well before his time. <laughs> Indicating, of course, that he was Rasulullah. So the Lord is. Are there any questions? So, one of the Hamdis, one of the Homa, be Hamdikash to Laila, Hila, and the Safarika to the Lake of the Bulam, which is on Jim, so I'm not bigger than the city of my Sikhun, Salaman and Mursani, Hamdullah, who will have been Smullah, who will him, will also in the son of the few Hussar, Amru, Amelus, or Hat, or was a bit of the Hak, 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 or was a bit of the Hak